keeping us going. Uh, what's going on to with you, Knight? Chilling, chilling. And Miss Reese, what's going on with you? Nothing much. Nothing much? Cool. Well, we're going to do what we do. We're going to bring these lyrics to life because truly, I think most of us can relate. So, welcome. <laughs> we celebrating the heartbreak anniversary. I ain't never celebrating that. <laughs> Drake's song, but 
Yeah, he's been doing music though. He's been doing music. He's been putting stuff out. Um, he's he's definitely one of those artists that he well he's he's getting attention now. He's he's definitely getting he's getting the radio play, especially off of this song too. It's crazy. Um, so now and this song is putting the rest of his songs on. So he's definitely getting the attention that's due to him. So, congrats to you, bro. And even if we wanted to get like literal for a second, because I do think that this song is metaphoric, but if we were to get literal for a second, I know me personally, when I think of anniversary, I just go by years. Right. So like, let's say it's a, it's a fresh one year anniversary for the heartbreak. And he still got shorty stuff there that he's seeing every day. He still don't know why she left. Like it's, it's a lot going on. It's all, like first verse. It's a lot happening. Mm. It's like, bro, a, a year later, and because if I'm gonna tell the story, I'm gonna tell the story. Asking questions like, why you left? You still, you understand what I'm saying? Like, where, where is we at as far as uh, moving on and healing? Like, I feel like you still, still there. Which is, you know, everybody got their own process. Shout out to homie, but I, I just, I really like the song. I think it's interesting. Sometimes, I don't know, heartbreak be one of them things where. It'd be hard to move on. And some people specialize in doing just enough to keep you around. So you text That's them facts. you text them twenty times, but the time you was like, I ain't texting you no more. That That's when it's a reply. Yeah. Yep. And so now you hanging on you hang on for another three months. And uh-huh. then it so it could be one of them situations where people have a way and before you know it, you've been waiting on people one, two, three years. You look back like, Oh my God, like what the heck? Um, my favorite part of the verse is uh, when he's like, just like the day that I met you, the day I thought forever. And then he says a couple more lines, but then he says, at the end of that part, he says, like when you walked out my life, he said, it's cold outside, like when you walked out my life. Like it's a full circle right. situation. Like I yeah. was so hopeful the day that we met, but then the day that you left, it's like, I don't got no hope at all for nothing. Like it's cold outside, the weather sucks, life sucks. Like everything is a wrap. Like. Like, I just really, like, I feel like as creators, we know the process as far as being able to say a lot with a little bit of words, mm-hmm. and I feel like he really just nailed it. Like, he was on it. I don't know if he wrote this song. Let me not say that. So. I don't know, but I just like the <laughs> 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 No, definitely, he is, um, do you, are you familiar with his, his music? I've heard a couple songs. Yeah, a lot. so... Yeah, if you if you listen to he has a um a steady flow with his with his music, um how he writes and how he expresses. And um it's crazy because he he did it, he actually did an interview. Um I don't remember when, but um he was talking about the meaning of his name, Giveon, and his his give on is is what it, it is and what it means. And his mom named him that uh, because, you know, she prophetically declared and saw that he was going to be a giver. So for him, that's that's how he feels with his music, and that's his his mission with his music is to constantly give a story, give that explanation, give that expressing moment. Um, and I think he hit the target right on the head, especially with this song. And I, I've I've been listening. I've been riding with him for for a bit. Um, but yeah, this this is a hit. And I was gonna say, like, I feel like I've heard 
a lot of his features. Like I feel like years right. ago he was right. doing features. I yeah. feel like that's where I know him from. But as far as his solo career, I'm just now starting to pay attention to. That's a really good song. Yeah, he's been. <clears throat> trying to think when the, the, the first album dropped, I can't remember. But yeah, he he definitely did a lot of um, feature work though. But I, I think I want to say last year. I think last year is when the the first one it did. Yeah, it was last year. It was last year. Time is flying so fast. Like twenty 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 one is like almost over. I guess COVID like really just <laughs> made us lose track of time. Cause I'm like. I don't even know what year I'm in right now. It's crazy. I live in the same way I always live, so time <laughs> seems like a little too long. <laughs> You're living your life like it's COVID. Yeah, I'm living my life like it's COVID 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never trying to come out of my house, so amen. I, y- y- y'all want to have that conversation? Because there's a few things that I, I don't want no more people to die. I don't want no more people to suffer. Right. But there are a few things that I want to stick around. I believe that six feet is a respectable distance <laughs> in general. Let's keep that here forever. <laughs> Just saying. I also believe that you should wash your hands regularly. I also believe that you should cough in the crook of your arm. But anyways, we don't have time for the list. Go ahead. You feel better. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Go ahead to the next verse. I get this every time on these days that I that feel like you and me heartbreak anniversary because I remember every time on these days that feel like you and me heartbreak anniversary do you ever think of me no oh no 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 oh 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 no I just feel like you know like I said I love the song I love when men are vulnerable I love the storytelling I just love it. However, I do think that certain things are problematic. And I talked about this before. I think that when you're, like, in your feelings, like, you shouldn't be listening to sad songs. You shouldn't be watching romantic comedies and doing all those things. Like, for me, like, when I'm in my feelings, like, I'm listening to Jeezy and I'm watching comedies and stuff like that. So that's just me personally. That's my personal opinion. But I feel, I feel like a part of it in this song is is him him wanting to be stuck like he he still uh, you got, know, it's he, funny you said that because my question i was going to ask you guys do you you ladies you gals do you feel like he's crying in this song like do you feel like this is like i think he's being honest but i'm with mandisa because you was like you know the song? of course not but we all know that i don't like emotional music so <laughs> that is that he sounds like alvin slaughter i figured out who it is the black guy that sings with benny hen he you. sounds exactly <laughs> like him <laughs> You Thank sing you. better if you're watching him, but he sings like Alvin Slaughter. <laughs> That's why I thought of worship immediately when he oh, started man. singing. Amen. But I, I, I mean, I think it's cool. His emotionalism is cool. But I just am not into emotional music. That's why I miss a lot of R&B, because a lot of it is, how could you do this to me? How and because my life, 90% of it has been at Heartbreak Station. <coughs> I have zero desire to listen to that kind of music. So so I, I'll yeah. say this from the mental health standpoint. I understand what you're saying, and I agree with that. Um, the flip to it is I go back to <laughs> the beginning episodes of when Keese was here and when we were talking about how, as men, like this is a song that we would just send to a female and have her listen to it to mm-hmm. understand 
what we're feeling and where we're coming from. And it's crazy because the last two days, today and yesterday, I had a conversation with my son um, and I had a conversation with my nephew, 13, 14 years old. And they're, they expressed how they struggle to talk to people. It's easier for them to just send a text. It's easier for a meme or if, you know, this is the world we're in today, but this is also life in general. A lot of people do have those barriers to where they just, to themselves, they, you know what I mean? They're, they don't like to communicate. They're not the best communicator. Um, or they, they feel like every time they do communicate, it's misconstrued. So and they feel the need to the, stay that's to, what I was gonna say. to themselves. So, and it was just interesting having that conversation with them um, and getting where, you know, their view on things and their, their stance as far as communication or lack of communication and how they communicate and choose to or not to communicate. And it, it really just made me think even the more. And it even took me back because I remember, and it not even I remember, but there was a time in my more adolescent years where I didn't talk at all. And people thought something was wrong with me because <laughs> because I just didn't talk. I literally, I did not speak at all. And the conversation I had with my son today was, and it took me back to even last week's episode, how um, I was saying how, like, you know, I'll get quiet to process things. And my son, he was saying to me, he was like, uh, he was like, Dad, you're just quiet now, like, all the time. Like, you just don't talk. And he's like, and when you do, it's like, you don't say much. You just say little things here and there, and that's it. Like, you just, you're just real quiet. And I'm like, I really, I really had to like sit back and be like, man, like, yeah, I really am just like, and I, you know, I talk to him, you know, I'm just letting him know, like, listen, there's just so much going on, and I'm just trying to just work myself through everything, balance everything, you know, properly communicate things to him and other people and so on and so forth. So I need to be quiet, and and you know, for some people, and not even to get deep and go off the deep end, but sometimes you need to be quiet so you can hear. Hear from God, hear yourself. You just, you just need to be quiet. Um, and some people look at silence as as a warning or a, a fear, you know, because they look at that like it's the calm before the storm. But for some people, it's no, we're just processing, you know what I mean? And I think where we are today and where the world is going as a whole, I think people. That, that six feet thing is not just a physical thing, but it just needs to be applied in all areas and aspects to where, yo, give people their, give them their space, give them their time and let them process things. And working in mental health, I've also learned that when you allow people, when you allow people to just have their time and their space, they'll just, they'll talk, they'll tell you. Oh, yeah. They'll tell you everything that's going on without you even prompting, asking, provoking, nothing. If you just sit and just say, hey, what you want to do today? Nothing? Cool, let's do nothing. And I've, I've held sessions where, like, literally the first half hour, we're just sitting there absolutely quiet. And then I can't get them out the office. I can't get them to shut up because then they just, they, they just dive in. And it's because they need to break down those thoughts. And, and you know, um, and, and again, even talking to my son and my nephew, and they both were like, yeah, well, 
I overanalyze and I overthink everything. And I'm like, yeah, you know, y'all, y'all get that there. <laughs> so it's understanding. Um, so yeah, I, I'm in agreement with the six feet. It needs to be applied across the board, but in, in a more uh, respectful way to, to allow people to get their time in and their space. For sure, but like with my son, I'm I'm always encouraging him to communicate because his thing is, and which is which is typical, like it's a normal thing is if you don't understand, you shut down. But that's but I tell him he he calls me out on it all the time. I, I, he tells me that I make everything about life and death, but. I always tell him, like, like communicating can literally save your life. You, if you're able to talk yourself out of certain situations, like, you, literally, words can literally save your life. And not being able to communicate can also put your life in jeopardy. And, he, you know, he always told me, like, everything is not life or death, but that's how about burning breaks, I apologize. <laughs> so I just want him to understand that if I don't understand something right away or if somebody doesn't understand something right away, figure out a way to communicate what it is that you're trying to trying to say because not everybody you encounter is going to want to understand as badly as I want to understand. So take advantage of the opportunity to get that practice in so that you are able to articulate what it is that you're trying to convey to somebody because it's so important. And I, I know for me, like, there was a time when I didn't talk to somebody who I needed to talk to. And the reason why is because I knew like when you when you're an empath you know what what the other person can handle you know what they're thinking you know what they're feeling like you you just sense it and I knew like me not saying anything is going to hurt me a way less than it is if I do say something because if I say something it's going to hurt this person so much that you know what I'm saying it's like all right but with my son I tell him like you have to prioritize because if what you want to say is that important to you whether or not they understand it is not your problem. Okay. That's on them. As long as you're articulating it in a way that they can understand. And I just said this to them in the car today. Like, also, don't waste your tri- your time trying to explain to somebody who is convinced that you don't make sense. You understand what I'm saying? Like, some people are not going to take the time to even try to understand where you're coming from or try to understand what you're saying. And this is this is a difference between my children. Like my youngest son, he thinks he's the smartest person in the room. He's not like no matter what you say, I I know what I'm saying is right. So I tell my oldest son, well, why are you sitting here arguing with him? He's now bringing you down to his level. He you don't he done frustrated you. You don't gave him all this power. He's younger than you, and he could care less about you being in your feelings and you being upset because he don't want to hear what you gotta say. Like these is real life lessons. Like why are you giving this this much energy and right. exerting this much effort into a situation that you're still gonna walk away with the same situation, same issue. So you can go ahead to the next one. I'm building my hopes up, like presence unopened to this day. I still see the messages you read and I'm foolishly patient can't get past the taste of your lips don't want to let you out of my head just like the day that I met you the day I thought forever said that you love me but that'll last forever it's cold outside like when you walked out of my life while you were out my life you get that I just that that'll last forever why is that effective it just just 
that'll last forever. I mean, just think about if you're breaking that down and what that actually means. Like somebody says something to you that is supposed to bring a forever feeling, a forever definition, um, a forever status. But the reality is it, it's not. And that'll last forever. It, it, it's, it's just the way he just like, it, it's like a gut punch, you know what I mean? And the way he just like, so smoothly slid it in there. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like, good flow and then, but that'll last forever. Ouch. You know what I mean? I think it's, I think <laughs> it's, it's so realistic. I think a lot of times we say, we, we, we cover the hard truth with sugar. Like we just, we just paint a pretty picture with our pain. And, and I think that him just saying it raw, like, bro, it's just not gonna last. It's just, <laughs> that's just what it is. I think that's the truth. It's well, what's appealing to let you. Let me say this to me. Cause I had one fool who told me, you lied to me, you told me you would never leave me. That was before you married your baby mom and slept with six other people. So when I said it, I was in the belief that things weren't going to go that way. Because men had tendency, it's funny because they say a lot of things they don't mean, but they have tendency to expect you to mean every single word. And then when your actions no longer allow me the liberty to hold you down and still be a sane person, I have to go. And sometimes they can't believe that you went. Mm-hmm. Like you was never supposed to choose you. Well, you ain't choosing me. Huh? Mm-hmm. You chose everyone else, so now I gotta roll. God bless <laughs> and God speed. You know, I, I I wonder sometimes, like in the making of us, <laughs> like what what was what happened. Like what took place because, and I tell, I'm the first, and I, I tell women all the time, like, yo, men are very emotional people. I, I don't know why people have this this facade or image, and I guess because of the whole provider and, and the, the, I don't know, the strength and the courage and this and that or whatever, but once all that, but understand those things come into place and into play for specific times. So when those things are not taking place, what do you have? Emotion. What, you know what I mean? But what you also have to know is y'all also have this way of sticking your dick everywhere with no emotion and then want us to believe that you're these vulnerable creatures. So that also doesn't help. Did you add, did you screw her? Yeah, I don't care nothing about that B. But you want us to believe that you're so but that's emotional. A, but that's a facade because yeah, I know, but I'm saying, based on an emotion. But I'm saying this is why we believe there is no emotion. Because you do emotionless things and then want me to sit and baby you. Those two things don't go together. And if you want somebody to see that you this soft panda bear, then stop doing grizzly bear activities. So I'm going to take what both of y'all are saying. I'm, it's still he's still communicating he's just not no he his he don't have the right words to line up with the action because it is still an emotion that That's he's doing emotionless things but not but i don't think it's emotionless it, I, it, it's not that it's emotionless I think it's a, there's a lack a, of empathy right there's a reason behind that emo- so meaning i could do something that i don't care for care about or what have you but i did it to distract i did it to get over i did it to piss someone off i did it to get back at, you know what i'm saying so there is an emotion 
It's just not the emotion that you're presenting in the current argument. You know what I'm saying? Of me doing something like I do care about that person. No, nah, I didn't care about her. I just was doing it because there was nothing else left to do. I've heard these kind of things. Just and, that that one literally just came to head. But and it's also processing. Like everybody processes differently. And just because somebody will do something that you wouldn't do doesn't mean that that they don't feel anything. They just may feel something different than you would feel in order to do that same action, if that makes sense. And for some people, they don't process it until the fact that it's done. Right. And for some people, dang, I forget what the, the I just had this, this conversation. But some people don't even realize what they're doing until somebody brings it to their attention. So then when you bring it up, and then it's like, yeah, I, I don't really care about the person. Or, you know what I mean? Or maybe I did. Or now that you said something, now I'm taking a step back. Like, well, did I care about her? You know what I'm saying? And like, some people literally just do stuff, not knowing, and and what for whatever reason, whatever that feeling or emotion is that they're dealing with or not dealing with, which led them into that situation. And it's crazy because you know, here 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 becomes or here lies the problem with mental health, because when you have situations like that, um. Some people use it as a crutch. So then you have the people who don't acknowledge that, you know, mental health is a thing. And that, you know what I mean, it, it's something that we all deal with and carry. You know what I mean? Some people use it as uh, a way of escape or a way to still hide stuff or to get over things or whatever the case may be. And then I was getting ready to say something else, but it just slipped my mind. So, yep, go ahead, take it. Some, some things are just like really funny to me as an observer to see because it's like society wants men to be impulsive, but then when they are an impulsive in a way that we don't appreciate, now they're like the worst human beings in the world. And women are supposed to be, uh, you know, like society complains a lot about how women don't give men the, the opportunity to lead. But then when we do, y'all complain. So it's like, um, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm supposed to be the man of the house. I'm supposed to be the king of the castle. I'm supposed to make good decisions. But now you complaining because I don't know where I want to eat. Now you complaining because I don't know where I want to live. Now you complaining because I don't know what kind of car I want. Like, bro, is you the leader or no? Like, what's happening? Like, why I got to make all the big decisions and and I'm supposed to let you lead? Like, pick a lane. But What? And I already know how you're going to flip this, but what's worse, an indecisive woman or an indecisive man? Now come on with the flip. It, de- it depends on what <laughs> they are being indecisive about. I believe in, I, I think that the saints call it uh, equally yoked, but I believe in <laughs> I believe in where I am weak, my partner is supposed to be strong, and where I am strong, my partner is, is supposed to let me take the lead on that. Like, we're, we're supposed to be a team, and that's how teamwork is. Like, if... There's a balance. Right, like, if you if you good at shooting the, shooting the free throws, I'm going to set you up to be fouled. <laughs> like, if, if you can't make a free, free throw, I'm blocking for you. I'm trying to make sure you don't go to the line and embarrass us. Like, come on. If I know you're good at the, at the threes, I'm going to make sure you got a lane to get there. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we a team. We got to be able to pull on each other's strengths to be able to get to the goal. Like, I think that too many people are 
especially when you're talking about relationships, like too many people have, have lived independently for so long that they don't know how to admit where they're weak to be able to let someone step in and, and be strong there. You got something? No? <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead to the next one. I get like this every time on these days that feel like you and me. Heartbreak anniversary, because I remember every time on these days that feel like you and me. Heartbreak anniversary. Do you ever think of me, of me, because I think of you, think of you? And there's just so many lines that, that stand out that's like literally him, him screaming like I'm still here like right. i'm still in this like it's like what you say what do you mean oh. yeah that's, that's what i'm that <laughs> yeah. he's even like um i'm foolishly patient and that, oh like, that one i like that i wanted to talk about that i wanted to see how y'all felt on that one like what is you being patient for it's no point in and and again maybe it's just the context of the song but at no point in this are you saying what it is that you're wanting from her, like what it is that you're looking for that would make you even hold on to Shorty, like the, the on, hopes of a of a return. On these days that feel like you and me, heartbreak anniversary. So what I remember of you is heartbreak. When I think of you, I remember the heartbreak. I feel the heartbreak, but I want you back. I think he's thinking on the days that feel like you and me, like um, I don't, I don't think I get the feeling is the person who wrote it is writing from this perception of either something happened and now I'm ready to own it or I miss you so much I don't care what happened I just need you here that's how I'm seeing it because when he said <laughs> the days that think of you and me heartbreak anniversary I don't think he's saying the thought of her breaks his heart I think it's the thought of the person not being there that is heartbreaking and that is the, yes so it's not that is the fact of the matter some people you really I, I have I have had the wonderful pleasure of being with a lot of self-sabotagers. So there are people you're with and it stops and you don't even know why. And you're just like, this could have been dope. Like, just come back. Like, I don't even care. We didn't start, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Just start over. And then there are other people that, you know. <laughs> I, I definitely, appreciate that see this is why it's important to have these conversations because i i would have never thought from that perspective like i'm i'm one of those people where if if you leave that's your loss my guy like i'm i'm not i'm not joining that it's it's, <laughs> it's some people that sabotage on their own so you're just like we could do this over or you'll sit back and look at it and be like i can see where i did this and this and if i do that better then this could actually work and then there are people where loneliness victimizes you and you forget how terrible they are. Mm. And upon their return, within the first 24 to 48 okay. hours, you You're are reminded, reminded. <laughs> why I did. Sometimes it's a lonely thing, and then sometimes it's a, if we just would have did this one thing differently, we would have been good. And I think he has one of those situations where it's like, if we just tweak it a little, we'll be good. But I'm going to tell you what I learned here in 2021. There were people where I was like, I'm leaving in the 2020. Each of them got a chance to revisit the situation because loneliness has a way. Mm. And here is what I learned. And this is why I will never go back. <laughs> I'm looking at the situation like, this could be dope if 
you know, some things were messed up, but if I do this differently, if I approach it this way, if I'm more sensitive here, if I do this, this will work. And the problem was they didn't think they did anything wrong. Mm -hmm. So they came back the same, and I'm the only one. So when I'm trying and the first day or two is dope, it's because I'm trying. When I'm looking for that try back, it's not there because they have because they don't think they need to change anything. Yeah. And so I I have learned the essence of not going back this year. It was I knew I didn't need to go back in 2020, but in 2021, I tried to give both these men and y'all a chance, and <laughs> that just I was like this this is the issue when only one of you is trying. I can't I can't be bothered with that. So can we have a therapy session for me real quick? Because this is something that you? yes, this is something that I've Ooh. I've been thinking a lot about. Oh God. Okay, I feel like once let's start the session over already because <laughs> you started with I feel. No, go ahead. No, for real. I feel like once, and this is and this is me, and so I want to know if this is toxic. When once there's a break mm -hmm. in the connection, it never comes back fully and i also value foundation of relationships like what is this what is combining like what is mm -hmm. what is it that's drawing us to each other so i'll give you an example i had a i have a friend who um i, I feel like our relationship was built on pain because we grew up together and oh lord their their mom was I started to bring the tissues for this was, episode. Uh, was, um, I thought it was going to be fun. A resemblance of our mom, meaning everybody in the neighborhood loved them. And when we were going through things and we were trying to express the, the issues that we were having, nobody put value in it. Right. So we believed each other, right? Like no, nobody else believed us. Nobody knew what was going on. Nobody cared, seemingly. But but us like we was we was all each other had basically, um, and then there was a situation where and when, and I feel like when you when you have those types of connections it's like nobody can know you better than that nobody can know you deeper than that because I believed you and nobody else did type mm -hmm. of thing, um, and then there was a, a situation where she, where this person did not believe me in a situation, and so that broke our connection right like. Mm -hmm. I never lied to you. You know me better than anybody else. So if you're questioning my character, then there's a bigger issue here, you know? So um, when they went through something that was very traumatic, they didn't reach out. Mm -hmm. And when I went through something traumatic, I didn't reach out. And so to me, that's a, that's a example of even though we're cool now, even though we, you know, got back to seemingly where we were, and those times when we we would have been there for each other, we weren't. So to me, that that confirms that okay, it's not the same. Like, am I wrong in that? Like, I no, I don't think so. I, even with relationships where I've tried to circle back, it's it never becomes what it was. Right. I, and I, I had one. I had one. The crazy thing is, is because of how I love, it is usually not on me that we're not together. Even if I walked away, even as a friend, even if I walked away, it is because of something that keeps being done. So 
the times where the other party really wanted it, I already missed the person because I don't have a lot of friends and I, I, I almost always never have a boo. When they really wanted, for a moment, it felt like we were back. But you find that people only want to try for so long. Like, mm-hmm. it, I think those are moments where loneliness is talking to them. So they come back and you hype because you never wanted them to leave. And then when it gets back, after a couple of days, it's just like, yeah, no. I, I found that no, it doesn't go back to the way that it was. You wanted to because you, you think about it. And, and loneliness has a way of just presenting the great times. Like with certain people, I, I my mother used to laugh at me. I, I told her, I said, I need a, I said, the person that's crazy in this is me. I said, I need the lobotomy because I can't name five good times we've had, but yet I'm holding on and mm-hmm. I'm in here for years and years and years. So I no, I don't think so. I don't think it ever recovers. It just doesn't. People and and in the in the area of friendships, I'm learning when stuff rears its head the first time, even if you get past it and forgive. These things are going to keep happening. That's my thing. I feel like it's always going to be yep. there because, I, I mean, there was never a reason for you to question me. There was okay. never a reason for you to doubt me. So I'm always going to be looking at you sideways. like People who <laughs> people who, at one moment seem disloyal or lie, you can go two, three years. You're going to find out again mm-hmm. they're disloyal and they're still lying. If it's people who talk before they think and come back and apologize, in a little bit of time, they're gonna talk before they think again. And it it just, I find that people, when they start showing you things, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. And you just gotta decide if you okay with that. And in most cases, I just don't be okay. So, (laughs) yes and no. And there's sometimes, it really depends on the maturity and the foundation and the strength of the relationship because you and that person can grow from that experience and become even closer and stronger. Yeah. Um, and then the flip is <laughs> you also have to acknowledge where people are. People change over time, things happen, things change, things cause people to change. Mm-hmm. So you have to acknowledge the person for who they are in that moment of um, coming back together again. Even if it's off of that issue or a mistake, or even if it's not, wherever you guys pick up at from that moment, pick up from that moment. A lot of times, um, Christian has made the mistake of, well, this is how we used to be, so we're gonna pick up where we left off. Mm But where we left off is exactly where it is. It's right. there. So we can't go back. Mm-hmm. And then the flip to that is one thing that I always would get frustrated with is people would box me in based off of the person who they used to know. Mm-hmm. I'm not that same person. Right. And I want you to acknowledge me for who I am today and who I'm trying to become. Right. So chill with the pick up where we left off. No, because yeah. I don't even want to go back there. Right. Let's build from where we are now. And that's the, the conscious decision that you have to make. So it's not more so that it's necessarily toxic or not toxic. There has to be an understanding, an acknowledgement, and an agreement of 
where do we go from here? And nowhere. And that's, and, I, and that's what I was going to say because, like, let's let's say overall, because y'all know I'm an introvert to the core. Um, let's say overall I have six friends, right? And four four of them I grew up with, like, literally from elementary school type of thing. And so I understand that there are levels of friendship. I just, I'm not that person, right? Like, like there's only one level with me because... Because I don't mess with people. Like, people are not my thing. Like, it's just not. So if I'm going to consider you a friend, there is certain qualifications that you have to meet. And the funny thing about it is this has happened in, in more than one of my friendships where there's been a disconnect. And to like I said, I just want to know if it's me, like my way of thinking. But to me, it's like... I, but I, I think Bye. also too though you have to understand and acknowledge who you are right right and the difference between who you are in comparison to others because first of all the word friend like love is thrown around way too easy exactly and you know I've learned and and you know I, I live by meet people where they are but just because I met you where you are and that's that's who we are. So we're cool at work. Mm -hmm. We're cool in church. We're cool outside. You know what I'm saying? Right. That does not mean you're my friend. Agreed. You are an associate. You are someone who I, I have uh, interactions with in a specific environment. Mm -hmm. But a friend is somebody who can hit every environment, right. every atmosphere. Have converse. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. The, for the, but that's Christian. That's my definition of a friend. Mm -hmm. That's somebody who I confide in. Um, they confide in me. And then you also have to understand too. And it's some conversation I was just having earlier. Um, just because you're a friend to someone doesn't mean that they're a friend yes, to sir. you. Absolutely. And I <laughs> literally, you know, and that's that's a part of my journey now is really truly taking a hard look and acknowledging like who's really my friend and who's not. You know what I mean? And not 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 to put a dollar on a thing or whatever, but you know what I mean? If there's 10 people, out of those 10 people, who of those 10 can I call and say, can, can I borrow $10? Yeah. And they'll give it. Right. Or, or not give it. Or give me a speech, but still give it. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. But out of those 10, who can I really call on and be like, right. yo, can I get $10? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, or... Out of those saying, who can I call and say, I need sound advice on this situation? Yeah. Um, and they can focus on that situation and focus on you and not make it about themselves. Yeah. Um, because the other thing that you'll learn about people, yeah, because the other thing you learn about people is when you start talking to them about somebody else, then they insert themselves into the situation. They're like, well, why are you talking to me? I'm your friend. Well, how did jealousy manage to creep its way in this? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're here and they're there. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, again, it, it really is to go back, loop it back. You have to come to a, a line in the sand to where you make a clear, conscious decision of either I'm going to cross over or you're going to cross over. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to build from here. Right. And if we can't do that, then we leave things where they were. And then that's it. 
Well, good. I feel so much better because <laughs> the thing is, like, right, you punch in the face. No, because they'll, because <laughs> they'll come back. Like I said, this happened more than with one friend. They'll come back and apologize, and I, I feel like they don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, like once that happens, I'm like, all right, that's that's that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've already grieved the relationship. I've already like moved on. You know, it's no love lost. It's just it's we're just not what we were and i'm moving on and then they'll come back and they'll apologize and i'm thinking like oh well it'll be immature for me to just be be like oh nah you you messed that up it's a wrap for you and i'll be like okay and but then i'll just i eventually i just feel like i'm tolerating you and i'm not really you know what i'm saying like let me say this here's the toxic part the toxic part is is the part of Subjecting to certain things and going with the flow of certain things, right? And and the problem is because we live in this world where people are always, you know, well, you've changed. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that, though. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. People hit you with that as if, like, it's the worst thing or you're wrong or you switch. No, I, you're right. I have changed. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for acknowledging the change. Now that you have acknowledged it, are you changing with me, or is this a change that you can accept? Or you, you understand what I'm saying? And that's, again, that's the conversation that needs to be had, and that's where maturity comes in, because you know now both parties need to make a, an understanding, a new understanding, a new agreement. You know what I mean? Of yo, this is who I am now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, because even in our friendship, mm-hmm. I've learned things about myself. I've learned things about you, and that's what also has caused this change. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a good, whether it's, it's something that I liked about you or disliked about you, but at this point in my life, it, it's our relationship that has gotten me here. So again, either we can build from this point, or it, I'm trying to get out of the. It is what it is. Phase, so I need another. Cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Heartbreak anniversary. <laughs> hey, it's a, it's a rental, my guy. Um, you know, and again, it's, it's, it's one of those things and going back to even what Reese was saying, um, about how the, the position of the song, you know, the other thing is sometimes you have that situation or scenario where it's a matter of time where maybe she gave an ultimatum and he didn't respond to the ultimatum in time, in her time, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, so it caused a split. So now this is where we are. Or maybe it was the self-sabotage, but not more so self-sabotage, but I just need time to process everything that I have going on over here. And I think people need to get in that six feet. I think, or mm, maybe let me pose this as a question. So we're in a relationship because people do this. I've never done it. Um, no, maybe I have. I just don't do it the way other people do it. I don't take a break from the relationship. Mm-hmm. I just take a break from life. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Like, I like not that I'm taking a break from the relationship, taking a break from you or whatever. Like, I just need time to think, process, or whatever. That doesn't work for everybody, right? And um, Reese is constantly in my head because last week you even expressed, like, you know, people need to know that. But, again, you can express that, but people still choose you know, what route they're going to take, whether they're going to stick around and wait for you to 
figure out their life problems and, and fix them and then come back to them or not or whatever. Um, but you have the, those situations where people have that incident to where they need time to figure stuff out. Because if, I, if I'm not mentally sound, right, and I can't be there for me, I definitely can't be there for you. So sometimes people need that break, but people feel like, no, this is something we gotta, we should, you know, we in a relationship, we should be able to do this together, da 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 but everything is not always necessarily that. Everything is not always a together thing. And then sometimes, and, if, and sometimes it just might be, but I still need to figure stuff out first and need that time to figure stuff out before I can say like, yeah, let us do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think people just don't give people enough time to think. You know, everything got to be like this. I think that's the world we live in now. I see, everything got to be like this. I see what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. But I think that there's a better way to articulate it, especially with a partner when you're in a relationship. And you also have to know where they're coming from if that's something they can handle. Because not not every partnership is built to last, right? So if you if you know that that's something that you need, then you need a partner who is patient and who is willing to wait for you to... Now, what was that line that he said, out. patiently, what? No, I'm foolishly patient. Is foolishly said, patient. Which it sounded like he was <laughs> in that song, but... Um, <laughs> like, um, when, when you're in a relationship, like, I don't think that when certain things come up in the relationship, you should be like, oh, well, I need time to figure this out. Like, no, if it's just something that affects us both, we should be able to figure it, figure that out together. It shouldn't be a, well, I'll figure it out and, and let you know what we're going to do. That's that's not. No, healthy. not necessarily in the relationship. No, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying as far as, yeah. like, the way you articulate, I could see that going right, left. Right, right, <laughs> With right. With a partner, like... Well, I need a I need a break from life. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Not and <laughs> that was like I couldn't think of how else to say it, but like, um, so like case in point, and it's crazy because I literally have so much going on right now. I did not even realize that I didn't even talk to my children about me leaving yet. Oh Jesus! I thought I did, and it was at least in my mind to do it, right? And then when I when I bought it up, and then it was like, huh? what? right, you know <laughs> what I mean? So, you know, and my son, my older son hit me with it today, and he was like, um, yeah, so when would you want to tell us? And I'm like, dang. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, yo, I apologize. Like, I literally have so much happening. And then it's also the fact that I don't even have all the answers. Mm -hmm. So, and I, and I think after having the conversation with him today, and I was like, I think that's why I didn't have the conversation mm -hmm. because there were questions I don't have answers to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, and, and when you're talking to, and not necessarily just children, but when you're talking to people yeah. who are, and there's an attachment, they need answers. Right. But I would also say that, I would say like, you know, I, I want to tell y'all something. I don't have all the answers. I'm going to give you what I have. Like, that's so important. That's an important part of communication. And I but feel you know like what? It's we, annoying. I know for me personally, like I overanalyze things and I just be knowing what somebody else is going to say in response. So right. I had a conversation by myself in right. my head, both sides. And then I'm already like anticipating how the conversation is going to go. And that's a setup for failure. Like, this, a, let me just, exactly let me just set it up to what <laughs> I know. 
and then you react or respond however you feel is necessary because that's healthy. That's how you communicate. That's how conversations work. Like, I right. can't be telling you what you need to say or what I think you want to say. Like, that's just, it's just not healthy. Uh, and it took is, me a long time to realize that. That is legit the conversation that I had with my son that I was like, you know, because he was even saying how it's hard for him to, to, to talk about something. I'm like, well, what makes it so hard? I'm like, I said, you make it hard because you, you're in your head and you think I'm going to respond or react right. this way. I said, but you'll never know because you never had the conversation. Um, but yeah, literally, for me, it was that. It was like, they're going to ask these questions. I don't have answers. You know what I'm saying? And and literally, and that's what happens. And, and then these the flip, thoughts lead to certain things it does. being left unsaid. That However, I will say un the unfortunate thing, when you're dealing in a relationship with females, <laughs> you can say all of that and they still they hit you with the, well, what you mean? Well, why don't you know? And that, uh, like, that's the stuff where it's like... And that is frustrating. Let me that's, just be the one to say that. That's, that's the frustrating part for me. And that's the part like, <laughs> I understand it's affecting you, but do you not realize yeah. how it's affecting me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think I need to know more than you need to know? You understand what I'm saying? It's like... And then, then you start getting into those unnecessary arguments, and now we're talking about gender roles and comparing let who's more you, important. Let me repeat. Nobody got time. Line. Like you can't <laughs> teach empathy, and that's and that was what y'all was talking about earlier, as far as how you know we we just assume that men are emotionless. It leads to so many preconceived notions, like. Uh, like the way that you communicate is because you don't care about how I'm feeling or or what and it's not and it may not be that that may not be the situation but it has to be a, a level of you caring how the person is going to receive what you're saying because that affects how you communicate right. and if I'm saying something the the way that I communicate not not creating it in a way that my audience is going to receive it then what's the point of even communicating right like it's just you got something? No. <laughs> Did we help you? Did you make I it through? I feel like I. So what are you gonna do from me. this point? I mean, I'm going to figure out a way to say it in a way that's not like you know me. I could be short with people like all right, bro, this ain't it. I'm out. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm gonna figure out a way to be able to express that. I, I don't feel like, you know, our relationship is the same, and I, I, I'm not sure what your expectations are and now, or what, can I you Can know. I interject right there, and that's what I was going to say. Maybe you should start and ask the question, what is it that you're looking for yeah. of me? Yeah. What is your expectation or need of me? And then we can have a conversation of whether or not I can be that person or not, yeah. and here's the reasons of why and why not. Yeah. Um, and, and the problem is, and, and it's crazy, I just had a therapy session this week and um, I was talking to my therapist about a situation and she let me know that, or she helped me to realize that it was more than just what I was expressing. It was more about how to control the narrative. Mm. And that's, that's, if you ask the question, it now puts responsibility and accountability on them yeah. to acknowledge things about themselves and what they're trying to articulate as opposed to you becoming a dictator. You understand? Um, so it, it, it's about the narrative, you know what I mean? And how 
things can be flipped. Yeah. Because if you if you come off with the, well, this ain't gonna work for me, blah, 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 then it's like, oh, they shut me down, they didn't give me a chance. You know what I'm saying? Right. As opposed to, well, what is, what is it that you're looking for? Me now is, well, I feel like you didn't do, or you weren't, or X, Y, Z, whatever. But then now you can now, now we can, it, it opens the dialogue to say, well, let me help you identify the changes that you have done mm-hmm. that have led to this point. Yeah, definitely. And and here's the bottom line, and, and here's the and here's the truth of all of that that was just said, is people don't want to face truth. Yeah. People don't want to have a conversation about the truth, and they, they don't want to take responsibility of what comes with the truth, yeah. period. And even even in like what we was talking about earlier, as far as going back to certain situations, it's a comfortability there, yes. and it's it's almost like an addiction. Like I, I'm especially for people like us who are introverts and don't be you know putting themselves out there for everybody to know and love and all those things. It's like, bro, I'm I'm not letting go of this because you know what I'm saying. It's I'll be like, like, I'm trying to keep my count down. <laughs> I know this dick already, so and that, can I just? So, I'm not gonna lie, that that be a factor for me. And, and I was going to, before you even was going to say that, I wasn't going to say that, <laughs> but the point that I was going to make and touch on was the fact that um, I think all of us in this room equally are more comfortable and safer with familiarity. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's like, been there, done that, you know me, I know you, so it's easier. So before we even take give loneliness credit, it's the fact that been there, done that, I know you, you know me, so it's easier for us to have a conversation and figure out whether we're going left, right, or whatever, as opposed to meeting somebody new, Building because up this there's rapport, so much for, getting for me to, to teach you yeah, about like, me. It's yeah. like almost too much. <laughs> that is not it for me. Ah! It is literally about keeping the dick count down. I can't. No lie. Because I know very quickly if I'm into a new person. Because I'm very, I get on people's nerves, but I bottom line stuff. And I'd be right. I cut down months of BS because I go straight, this is what it's going to be. And I wish I could remember what it was because there was something yesterday. I was like, people rolled their eyes at me when I said it. But dang, if I wasn't right all along. So I know quickly it's not even a whole bunch of time that will be wasted whether I'm into you or not. Sometimes I be wishing it was new people because uh, what the, what they say ordinary just won't do. The, the people I done met, I, that just won't do. Uh, it literally be about <laughs> that's a, that's a classic trying right to just keep that under control like i really don't i don't it's just it's just too wild out here now yeah. like and again the people that i would go back to there was love there so it was like if because all of them i wanted it to work like i tried like i really wanted it so it's just like all right well let's see because the truth of the matter be told none of them really understood me which was also why we ain't the freak together because that was a huge issue but, um, you yeah, know, for me, it just be about, I don't want to sleep with nobody else. I don't. I, I would prefer to get married and not sleep with another soul other than mine. I'm just over it. But aren't you, let me ask you this, though. I, I hear you. Um, but I, I think that's you talking from the point of, I, I'm at my point of frustration, right? But do you ever consider or take into account the fact that 
all that you've invested in that person. You know, like the time that you took to introduce you to them. That is what makes me furious and make me be like, oh, that's what that's yeah, that that pushes you, your yes your, when I, you I sit. Okay. okay, that makes sense though. For some of them, the investment should have had some kind of return by now if it was a good one. Mm-hmm. So if I put in ten years with you, six years with you, and I can count on one hand the good times. Yeah, no. I just kind of. So you can have all the money. You can have all the time I put in. I, no. Let me. Let me. Can I? Can I just point this out? I think men are from Mars and women are from Venus. I think for real that is what separates us and makes that difference. Because when in that area, that's where y'all are stronger at. It's easier for y'all to to move on. Men, we 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 stay it. We stay there. Now the crazy thing is, I that's not how I see men. I, I think, see y'all as. This be a loss. Just be like, <laughs> I'm out. This be's crazy. Screwed it. Like I, I see more intolerance from my perspective. I see more intolerance in men. Let me tell you what, because let Christian say this. When it comes to being single, when it comes to being lonely, you line them all up, and you do. I line. You start making your list of your pros and your cons. You're like, I didn't, I didn't like this about her, but you know what? She was the truth when it came to this area. Mm-hmm. And I need that more than B, C, D, E, and F. So I'll take that. And no lie. And if you have something to choose from, amen. But you've seen my pool. No, I'm not. I don't. What oh, I'm saying. Been drained to the sewer. No, no, no. Amen. There's nothing to choose from. This is this is the. Because I'm, I ain't got nothing, I'll go back to this. Because there's nothing. Well, I'm gonna go back to this. So I'm looking at the potentials of the going back. Cause I'm going. I'm looking at what I'm familiar with, right? Who was there? Who I've been with? Blah blah blah. Where are they at in their life? Oh well, she ain't. She still ain't got nobody. Maybe it'll work this time. Maybe I can make it work this time. And then this is the conversation I'm just having, um, just earlier today. And I'm like, yo, one of the problems for me what happens to me is a lot of people box me in and they even say to me all the time, yo, cause you, you, you make stuff happen. You make it work. Da, 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 da. And because I'm that kind of a person, people box me into that. And it's like, we're not going to give you better. We're just going to give you the, the basic cause you'll make basic work when I'm worth more than the basic. You understand? But I don't think that's about time investment. I think that's about loneliness. I, I think, I don't, I don't think, some people you know are a train wreck, and I think, like, for instance, the two that I said was not traveling in 2021 with me, and then they both got another shot. That wasn't a, I didn't look at that as I invested so much time. I looked at it as, it's I am so lonely. This one's about. I, I was thinking, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not even going to read it. I was thinking, no, like, no, I'm so lonely, and I can give it another shot. It wasn't a, I wasn't thinking in terms of, I put too much into this, I can't leave it. I was thinking in terms of, God, I'm sick of this. Like, there's got to be somebody I can talk to. It For me, what made me go back was more of a loneliness thing. If I think of all I've invested and how terrible you still are, that would infuriate me. So that's how and, I, and I process that. it isn't that way. A part of Christian, though, is like, yo, all that I invested, I want to see. And you will I never see it. And you will keep investing. And you will be in the black, red, and you, whatever. And, <laughs> and you're 
right. You're right. But see, and that's that's that battle of logic versus emotion. Mm -hmm. And this is where, this is where, no, for real, this is where most men get entangled at. This and, is what happens. And for the first time in my life, logic is, for the first time in my life, logic is finally starting to win. And we give God all the glory. And it's times like these where, like, there are certain things about my brain that I know is, like, not healthy and not right. And then there are times when people say certain things that make me thank the Lord that it's <laughs> not healthy and it's not right. Because when it comes to romantic relationships, I'm so happy to be out of them. Like, like I don't ever look back and be like, oh, I wish that would have worked out because I never wanted to be in them. So the second that I'm able to get away, like, because it takes, <laughs> when I'm able to get, put that in the past, I'm like, thank you. You know, like, I'm, I'm just so relieved. But for me, friendships, are are different because like i said before like i'm redefining what friendship means because there was a point where my friendships were built on whether or not you were willing to die for me and that's you know like i don't want anybody to be there now because right. I, I mean i got kids i think that there are more important things going on in life and in the world than that so i'm redefining relationships but you know, like I said, most of my friends are from childhood, so they evolved with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they came up through that. Like, and when you build your idea of what certain relationships are supposed to be built on from a certain, like, I always say our, per, our perspective is based on our experiences, right? And my experience was different than most people. So it's hard for me to connect to people. It's hard for people to understand my way of thinking. Or even just tolerate it, because I don't think anybody really truly understands it. But just to, just to entertain it, tolerate it long enough to be able to build a bond, it's not a, a normal thing. It's not a typical thing. So when, like, these friendships have that disconnect, it's like, oh, well, I mean, it ain't like you you replaceable. Like, it ain't like I'm going to be able to find another friend who I've known since I was six who's seen me evolve from this person to that person. And, and even, like, the people. And my thing is, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. Like, the people I meet now have no idea who I was or what I've been through or, or, or how how difficult it is to be this person every single day because of the foundation of who I am as a person. Like, so it's like, what, what do we talk about? Like, what do we have in common for real? Like, even if we can bond on one thing as far as, like, being a parent, you can't understand my struggle as a parent because maybe you was born to be a parent. I'm sure button so it's just like certain things that it's it's hard to be able to build relationships on that that would make you go back to something that maybe wasn't healthy or whatever but also um i'm that person where i've been around people who i had to look at sideways and i always feel more comfortable by myself so i am okay with letting connections die that ain't fruitful like I don't. I think everybody's brain in the way works the way that they need them to. Cause if I was to tell the honest truth, I would rather be more like you, where I didn't really care about the significant other thing. My life would have been, oh God, it would have been so different. 
I'd have been less impactful in ministry, but I'd have been one happy soul had I not cared. Now that's a bar. It's the truth. That's a bar. I would. I and there were days I was sitting and asked God, like, why? Why do I? Why do? I, and I kind of understand why I do because I don't. The friends thing is almost non-existent, and then the family thing is almost non-existent. So you need to have one of them. And I just yep. tell God, if you're not gonna give me those, then you gotta give me this one. Like you can't not. So I think that's how I winded up with that being so important to me. But I, if I could sense. choose, that I would sense. much rather not care about that area. It has caused, it has just caused a lot. It's just been a lot. So I, I don't really, you know, people have this thing where they feel like how you feel you should be. And you find out that people that are more the minority, a lot of times, it's gonna sound crazy, but I think the way they think is healthier. I think it's better. Like I think it's probably more. I think you're probably healthier for the fact that you don't really care about that. A lot of stuff people go through be centered around that boo thing. Like that is that is a real thing. That that boo situation. A lot of things with people it stems from that. So if you could not give a freak about that. I feel like you just set up for greatness. That <laughs> sounds crazy, but I ain't even lying. But you know what? Even you saying that makes me think, because I'm always like analyzing and I'm always wondering. I'm a, I'm really big on, you know, figuring out who you are without being defined by other people and who they right. told you you were and, and, you know, the situations that made you who you are. And I, I genuinely wonder now, like, Am I this way about relationships because of what I've seen in other people's relationships that make me be like, eh, I'm cool. Like, <laughs> and you like probably, that probably really is what it is. Like, I've never been like, oh my gosh, I really want that for myself. Like, I've never seen that in my life. I think you're also more logical. The one love, you can't be logical. <laughs> no. You just can't be. Like, you got to believe in fairy dust and, that's, and that's unicorns. that's exactly what it is. Because even when I'm talking to people or listening or observing, it's like, but that doesn't make sense. And they are like, it makes and, all the sense in the world to them. And even with Christian, I think that's why people, uh, when you're in relationships and you be like, well, I just got to disconnect. I just got to. Because guys who hit me with those lines, they was it was another female. They said they had stuff going on. I just need a moment. I just gotta think about it. It's not you, it's just and they was always they were screwing somebody else. So in females' minds, when that's constantly the thing, we hear what you're saying, but it just it doesn't make sense. Cause if I'm your boo, even if you don't want to talk to me about it. Well, then come here and I'll just rub your head and you can lay on my life. Like, that's what we're thinking. We're thinking, but see you don't got to tell me just, but if you disappear and I say that and you don't respond because you say you disappear. So I'm thinking he, something's it's up not, with me. It's not even that I disappear. It's, you're right here in the midst of it. You're, you are literally, the, the difference is though, I'm going in the mud and you're just sitting in the, in the Jeep above ground watching me sink in the sand. So and I'm keeping you back here. But the chances but are I'm she even wants keeping to jump you back in, here. Okay. So then jump in. The, you won't the, the let her. Uh, but listen, I can I can put out my arm to try and stop you, but if you really wanted to be there, you would be there. Period. Period. The whole thing is people talk very well, but their actions is something different. And here's the thing: heartbreak anniversary. Here we go, right here. You saying all that, you saying you gonna be there, you saying you wanted to be there, but you left me in the midst of it. 
And you saw it. You saw what was going on. You saw everything that was happening. Why? And you saw it because I helped you. I allowed you to see. I showed you so that way there would not be any mis misconstruing of anything. So you see everything that's happening, but you still make a decision to say, you know what? I'm just going to fall back. Oh, okay. I had men where I saw it and they would not let me. I, I had I had I had men where I said, I got you, tell me what you need to do. And they went further and further away. And females were involved. There are times where females, if you got a rider, she can wanna jump in. If you're not gonna let her and you're gonna be distant, it's like, yeah. I, I will also say this and, and and I because I believe in giving credit where it is due. Because there are women that do do that and see that. However, there are even in that what I need in that moment is not what you have. But when you tell me what you need. All right, right. So, I'm, if so I'm in a bond. I need ten thousand dollars. Well, I ain't got it, but I can rub on your back. Thank you. But I don't need you to rub on my back right now. I need this ten grand. So I'm trying to figure out how to get this ten grand. So you don't so I don't have time. Right, I don't have time okay, to sit well, there and be comforted. Not, we're not. I need to make this ten grand. Thinking. But if I'm that's what I'm saying. But if I'm communicating all of it, like I can only do what I can do. You want it. What you want is a man. You want somebody to solve the problem. We're not coming with the solve. We're just coming to make it coping. <laughs> but I don't no, want no man. But I need you to understand. <laughs> we're coming to make it so that you can live through it. Like, we're a different kind of ease. You want her to solve it, and half the time we can't. But what we can do is make it so when you wake up the next day, at least I got that to smile about. You know, but we but we talked about this before, about how that disconnect can create an avenue for somebody else. Yes. And I just figured out why cops have such a high divorce rate because they see things every day all day that they don't want to bring home right. and the spouse feels abandoned and neglected and right. they don't they don't know what's going on so right. it's it's like it, it causes a divide in the relationship right. but here you are as a man thinking you're protecting her and here she is feeling neglected and right. abandoned so it has to be just just let me in. It's not. I don't. I don't want to be a part of the problem. I just. I just want to know. I just want you to know that your problem you is our problem. Right. I can let you in. Like even if I don't have the solution, right. I still want you to know that I got your back. Like right. whatever you need me to do, I want to be available to you. But I can't even help you or or try to figure out the situation or anything if you put in a wall up and blocking me right. from it. I hear you. I'm with it. Sounds good. What I'm saying is. Even with that, I let you in. And I can let you in. But even with letting you in, there's still a limit. There are some things you can't talk about. There's some things you don't want to talk about because you don't want to relive it. There's some things you can't explain because they just don't understand. And I understand that as a mental health professional as far as traumas are concerned. However, you have to be able to to convey these things with your and partner. And the like, flip with that this is... This is a trigger for me. I'm not ready to talk right. about it. And you have to have a partner who understands that. Of that. Because when you try and you say that, and then it... Well, why you can't talk to me? And then I, that's, or, that's what we're not going to do. Or what she's really thinking is, okay, you don't want to talk about it, so what can I do in this moment to make you feel better? And I don't think that's what... You, you're just in fixed mode. So she wants the comfort, and you won't let her in. So she feels like... There's a disconnect now. Like you don't want to be bothered with. I will. Me. I will tell you what the problem is for me. The guys on the truth. It's the line of questioning. 
You already asked me what I needed and I told you. And then because you can't give me what I need, then you start asking a bunch of a thousand and one other questions. I already told you what I needed. I already told you where I'm at. I've already told you what I got to do. So either you're going to ride with me while I'm doing it or you're going to sit at home and wait till I get back. But, but, but the a thousand and one questions, I, I don't have the time, energy, nor the patience. I don't. Because understand, yo, in my life especially, <laughs> most things is on a, is on a time-sensitive matter, right? I, it takes me back to even when, um, shut up. I don't like that. I, I don't because think you're meant to you be built to have like one. You say what you don't have time for, but that's what relationship requires. You no, have to listen. be able to take the time to articulate to me that All right, I, so here we go. I am frustrated right now. All right, now. so here we go. I am not able to so convey remember, my feelings in a healthy way. So you got to, all right, so let's go back to the time when when I, I was all crisis. So for the Army, I was on crisis, and then I was a firefighter. Mm -hmm. So when the phone goes off, when the pager goes off, I go run. That was my life, right? right? Yeah. I'm in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know this. Mm -hmm. Why are you asking me where I'm going? I don't have time because to stand can, here. Men use the front of work to cheat all the time. But you hear the same alarm. Uh, Th that that's no no no. Listen, you can't program a fire a fire beeper to to, to for a cheating thing. You can't, or or maybe you can. I don't know. But see, you could just say. I got a call for a fire on your way out the door. I, I just feel like, and I understand what you're saying, because there, there's times when I'm watching a movie where you know what your dude does. He calls you, like, leave the crib now, and you want to ask questions. That makes me hot. Like, that, right. it's like, shorty, go ahead and die. Right. Like, you draw. <laughs> like, either pack your stuff and go, or just die. Like, what is happening? I understand what you're saying. However, I also understand, a, a, I won't say a female, a person's needs to be involved in a situation. So I, that's why I feel like preliminary conversations are necessary. So when I get that phone call, like I got, you need to leave the crib now, I'm already ready to go. Whereas if I don't know what you do for a living, I don't know that our life is always in danger. <laughs> when I get that call, I'm definitely going to ask some questions. Even, me personally, even, I'm not. But I don't care what's going on. If you tell me it's time to go, I'm out. <laughs> but, even when I was in the streets, I set you up and I, listen, if I call and say this, or if you get a call from my sister, if you if this happens, understand this is what you need to do next. Right. I coach you this. We <laughs> I teach we you this. We it, practice it. it. When it happens, really why are you asking <laughs> questions? That's frustrating. Yeah, I don't understand. Because that. for me, it's like no, and I'm I, I, yo, I'm I'm gonna take you all the way in. For me, we've we've been here long enough. So the fact that you're asking a question makes me feel like you never paid attention from the beginning. Yeah. So now the whole relationship becomes a question mark. Mm -hmm. Real talk. And that's what it is for me. Because I, yo, I literally, I, I built you for, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm an apostle. I'm in the military. I do this at work. I have two phones. It's, listen, if that one rings, Definitely, I have to answer. If my other one rings, eh, I get to it when I get to it. If they ring at the same time, it's probably a crisis. I have to go. Like this, you have all the you have all the steps, you have all the signs, you have all the warnings. Why why am I being questioned? But also, and hold on, but not even just why am I being questioned? I didn't do it to you, so why are you questioning me? And you didn't even question the one who did it to you, so why are you questioning me? 
let's have that conversation. Just just be sure not to contradict yourself because those preliminary conversations are vital. So make sure in them you're giving her the opportunity to ask all the questions that need to be asked in that time. Don't say, this is A, B, and C, and D, and that's it. And then when the time comes, she has questions because maybe at that time she didn't process it. Maybe at that time she didn't understand. Make sure that you have a conversation, meaning both of you are able to communicate what's happening and, and what needs to be done so that, that there is a time for questions. People are going to have questions no matter what. So give them the time to do it. And in the event of an emergency, that's right. not the time to ask those questions. So make sure you, you <laughs> give them the opportunity because I know you, bro. Like You'll say A, B, C, and D. And then walk away. And then after A, it's like, all right, I know what, what where B is. I know what's supposed to happen with B. But I'm just trying to understand, right? Like, there's there's some things that pop up. So give the conversation time. Give the person time to process it, to understand their part in the, in the process, and, and ask the questions that they feel like they need to ask. Because you, you can't just dictate. Like, that's just not how things work. That's not how life works. Got it. Noted. <laughs> what? She was like, no. <laughs> no, I ain't saying another thing. <laughs> ah, no, I, I do. I, I, I have that. I receive that because that is me. But, again, you can't force. You know what I'm saying? So, when I'm giving you A, B, C, and D, and I'm telling you, like, hey, this is the time to ask questions. Do you have questions? No. Okay, cool. So, what happens tomorrow? We're on... E, F, G, and H. You understand? Right. So then, now... Then at that point, it's your problem. Right. So now... That's so so don't ask me about B when we on H. Right. What, that was yesterday. Yeah. Why, why are you there? Yeah. No, we're, we're on today, and we're working towards tomorrow. I think Mandisa was right. I don't think... I, A, don't think you have the mental capacity for a relationship, nor do you have the time. No, you are very military in how you want it to run, and that just isn't how that works. Like, you just, you don't, and I've seen, I know how you are, I've seen you. Your shutdown is real, and it, if I was in a relationship with you, I would have a problem with it. So, it just. But, and even with that, I tell people in advance, listen, my shutdown is real. So, how about but, we take the steps to avoid me getting there? But it's becoming regular. Because the thing is, even if it doesn't have anything to do with her, you'll shut her out because of what's going here. And for a female like me, that doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me because when something's wrong with me, I want him. Even if I don't want to tell him what's going on and I don't want to relive it, I want to be around him because he makes me feel better. That's not how you are. So to a female, she's not understanding like, Cause we we it's that's why I said I don't I, I didn't mean like you want another man but it sounds like you want a problem solver, and she may not be able to solve it but in her mind she's thinking if you don't tell somebody what you need I'm gonna give you what I would need not because I'm self centered but because I know that's what I would need right. so if I got all this stuff going if church is terrible and family is terrible but I have you. I just want to be away with you. I just want to be hooked up with you. We can watch TV. I don't care. Just rub my face like I go. And you're not like that. But unless you explain, like, okay, so what do you want me to do in those moments? If you need ten thousand dollars, well, clearly I don't have ten thousand. What can I do? We want to help. We're the help meet. You all solve problems, but help is in us because we were created specifically for you all. 
So we want to help. If you, but you don't let it, Christian. Because you just said, I need $10,000. Well, I can rub your back. I don't want a back rub. All right, well, then you. Not that I don't want it. It makes her feel irrelevant. It's not that I don't want it. It's just not helpful right now. Right. Listen, so I'm. I, let me go back. Street. Let me, because I'm trying to think of how else to, but I can't. So I'm going to go back, right? If it was a matter of moving something, right? Mm -hmm. So I got to move something to make something happen. Well, let's cuddle. We can't cuddle right now. I need to move this. That's not the same type of situation. No, but that's what that's what happens. And that's that Yeah. That's what it's happens. The same situation. And that's where that's where the frustration is for me. Because right now, understand this. We were talking about emotions. I have to emotionally disconnect. Okay, let me go back to combat. I talked about this last week. For me, a distracted soldier is a dead soldier. I can't be my mind can't be focused on home and arguing with big girl while I'm out here trying to stay alive and keep people alive. Can't. So I emotionally have to detach so I can get done what needs to get done so I can get home to the back rub. So what it sounds like is if she can't help you immediately sit down and shut up because that's what she's going to hear. Go okay. sit in the corner and be quiet. And I just feel like communication is vital because to, for me, and this is not everybody, but you have to know how your partner communicates and how they receive communication. So my thing is, if it was me, I just need to know, listen, it's a lot going on at work. I understand that you want to help me, but I just need some time to myself to figure it out and process it. And I'll hit you up as soon as I can. And that just and that's enough for me. That's yes. sufficient for me. But you know, and and I've, I've tried that, but that's what I'm saying. That leads to arguments. And I remember even when I was an alcoholic, and that was the thing. It was like, listen, I need time to decompress. Nope, you need to come home. You need to do this, 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 and this. And it was literally, I would come home and I would have to have drinks in but me. But you have to reassure in order to the men of saying that you can't just say I need time to decompress. Females need the reassurance. So it's. I can't make it home and just know it's not you. I miss you. And when I can get home, I, for a good woman, that'll dead the whole right. thing. It'll dead the I whole thing. I need to know that I'm not the problem. Correct. I'm not what you're needing an escape from. I'm not. Because if yes. so, then, I, then, then if I am the problem, I need to know where and why so that I can either fix it or we you, need you, to yeah. go. You're not the problem, ways. but you become the problem when you start with the nagging and but the But that's argument. why I but need to know in advance that I am not the show. problem. <laughs> So even if you say it's it's some stuff going on over here, you don't even have to say where, right? right? Like, you don't have to say with who, but I know it ain't me, so it's cool. Right. Like, like, I can't come home, and I'm, like, super frustrated, I'm super annoyed, but I just wanted to call you because I need you to know that I love you, and there's nothing to do. Reassurance is everything, and men, that is not their strong suit. A lot of times... We be we become nuisances or annoying or nagging just because we want to make sure it's not our our you all were not created for us but we were created for you so when we're with you our whole world unfortunately revolves around you so if you're not talking to me you're not reassuring yeah, me that, that it's me, it then it doesn't so we feel like it's something wrong and we we just want to fit I figured out something two days ago that. We don't have to go into that, but it's just, this is why <laughs> I personally am not for the psychiatrist thing, because if I talk out loud to me long enough, I actually figure out what be going on. I don't got to pay you, you don't got to rip off band-aids from 30 years ago that I don't wish to revisit, <laughs> that, I, that finally don't hurt anymore, like, I'm good. But that reassurance thing, like, that 
That is a big thing. And then what's bad is, maybe I will go into it. I figured it out, and it took me time because the, the person that I'm talking to said, like, some real crazy dope stuff to me Sunday. Like, it was insane. I couldn't believe it. And then by, like, Tuesday, I was still, like, unsure. And from talking out loud, I realized this isn't his problem. Because of everything I've been through, there's nothing. I said, like, what could he say to you that would assure you forever? Nothing. And I re- that's when I realized, like, okay, I'm not really okay. Like, I don't want those guys anymore. I don't cry over them anymore. But the impact of what they did has, like, left me in wasteland. And just the realization of that has made just from then to now healthier for me. Because now it's not the same pool. However, every woman is not going to have that conversation with herself. So I let maybe that's what I'll write them in for my next blog because I had to take this week off because I didn't know what to say. <laughs> reassurance <laughs> is everything. So that woman has a conversation, reassurance, and not for nothing, but if she needs it every day, 10 seconds of that costs you nothing and <laughs> saves hours of arguments. No lie. And again, this is where being an observationist is, is comical because empathy people like a man will feel like he's being nagged by a woman who's asking questions but let you not answer his phone calls and even you yourself you say when somebody said they're gonna call you back you want to know when they're gonna call you back but here you are saying i need time to process and you're not giving no specifics on how long that's gonna take or giving any type of information as far as what it is you're trying to process so just give people what you expect So again, I, I hear what y'all are saying, but you, you're also looking at it from the outside, right? So you're not on the inside of the actual conversation <laughs> that's taking place between her and I. And literally, um, so I have three different therapists, right? I have a male therapist, a female therapist, and then I have my male Christian leader therapist, right? So I'm talking to the female therapist the other day, and she said something that it's the first woman I ever heard actually say this, and this is something that I complain about all the time. Women and their mouths will stop things or cause issues before they can even receive. And the, the point was, a woman will say complain about reassurance or not receiving flowers or this, that, or whatever. Meanwhile, I have flowers in the car that I'm about to give to you. But because of your mouth, because of your attitude, because of your impatience, because of these things, you you respond or react and you say these things. So then now next time, yeah, I'm not even bothering giving you the flowers. Because when I had them and wanted to, and, and that's what it was. Because my point was sometimes In a relationship, the woman doesn't even allow the man the opportunity to plan for her. You know, it's, I want this, or you need to do this, 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 and this. So you don't even give me the opportunity to think outside the box and think about a gift to give you or whatever the case may be. You understand? And then when you ask a woman, well, what do you want? Well, why don't you, well, you should know. All this back and forth, and that's, that's the stuff that frustrates Christian because... I, I am the creative person. I am the hopeless romance. I, I am the person who actually pays attention to the things that you like and the things that you 
talk about and express and desire and stuff like that. So those are the things that I do. And I do, and I give gifts just because it's Monday. I don't wait till Valentine's Day. I don't wait till your birthday. I don't, I, I don't. I give gifts daily. So these are things that you can't even complain about or whatever, but some way, somehow, you'll still find a way to make an issue. Like, I just, th those things I just don't understand. No. And, and almost every relationship, unfortunately, has been that way for me. I was going to say, you, you haven't found the right one because, and that's another thing, too. It's, it's, the, it's the people that you're entertaining that, again, shapes your, your perspective. Like, there are people out there that are one way, right? So if I give you the opportunity to, you know, give me a gift or what have you or plan things for us, then then that's the way that they are. And then there are other people that, you know, is going to be like, well, I want this, 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 this at this time. And then, and then that's the way they're going to be. But it's based on I've been with this person who, who, you know, was always surprising me with things. Or I've been with this person who always asked me where I wanted to go, when I want to do this, why I want... Like, it's based on their their experiences. So you have to know who it is that you're dealing with. Here we and go. I have an example. Y'all have to communicate those things. The, the, here's, here's the other thing. Because I've, I've had this told to me. Um, so because I'm a giver, because I do this, and because I do that, or whatever... Um, because people might not have the means to do certain things or whatever, it makes them feel some type of way or they try to do something yeah. or whatever the case may be, blah, 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 blah. I've had some people in my life for the last 10 plus years, I've been asking for the same thing for my birthday every single year. I've had people try to throw me surprise parties didn't ask for a surprise party. I've had people try to, like, I've had people try to do other things, nice gesture, okay. That's not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So don't ask me what I want, and then I tell you what I want, and, and then, then you, you don't give, give me yeah. what I want. And then you give me what you want me to have. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that the, the statement the woman made was correct. However, the moments where I ran my mouth and I've gotten better because there was something I saw Sunday that troubled me. Old me would have texted the person and been like, I need to know X, Y, Z. And thank God for learning from experience. Experience is pointless if you're not going to learn from it. Learning from experience, I knew it just was not intelligent to touch it. And without touching it, I got reassured in other areas. However, there have been men who did things and said, I'm going to make it up to you, or I can't do this, I'm going to make it up to you, and I kept quiet, and I never effing saw it. We never went nowhere, I never got anything, so that can create a female who now feels like if I don't keep saying it, he'll never do it. Right. And a lot of times, by the time the man gets around to doing it, he's probably broke like three, four promises. So that makes... After a while, your mouth be like, all right, I'm going to say something. Especially when you hold up your end of the deal. Amen. When you meeting all needs that need to be met and the, they say they're going to do X, Y, and Z, it can, you can be quiet, but when it looks like your silence isn't getting anything done, they just catch you on the right day where it's like, you know what, that's it. So there's truth to that. But for me, when I mouthed off, there was a reason I mouthed off. 
Now, should I have kept my mouth closed as a good little woman? Probably to keep the peace, but when do I get to freaking be happy? Amen. And some, and this is what men don't know. A lot of times there's a buildup happening that makes these outbursts come. There's, there's stuff you didn't do that you said you was going to do. There's been inconsiderations. There's been, I've had the guys where I text them and for three days I don't hear nothing. They text me, and if I don't respond in two minutes, and my joint says red when I read it. So you know I didn't open it because it doesn't say red. But because I didn't respond, sorry for bothering you. Are you effing kidding me? And I texted you three days ago, and you never said a mumbling word like Jesus on the cross? Get the freak out of here. So a lot of times, you all think because we keeping the peace, everything's good, and it's not. It's, there's a storm brewing, but we trying to keep the peace because we don't want our relationship tore up. And so what happens is you do one little thing and it's the pebble that finally makes everything fall and you think she's insane and you don't know there's 10, 15, 20 things you miss. You never did that you said you were. And so it just, there'd be a buildup. However, I am learning to be more quieter to give God the glory. (laughs) Amen. I am. Mouth is, and and the funny thing about that was, is I started listening to men. They were like, when y'all get upset, you say stuff you're not supposed to say, your mouth too smart enough. So I stopped going back and forth. They hated me more because I wouldn't talk. I got in more trouble for not talking than I did when I used to get smart and do all this slick stuff trying to jack. And the less I talked, the more they hit me below the belt. It wasn't me hitting below the belt. It was them hitting below the belt. So there is an argument that can be made that y'all also don't know what you want either because you told me to stop talking so much and watch my mouth. And then when I do and I let you go off and I don't say anything, now you're even more angry because I'm not saying anything. I stopped sending you four paragraph text messages and when you send them to me, I just say okay. And now you pissed because I just said okay. Do you want my mouth or not? I, let, just let me know. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I get that. You don't care about nothing. Well, it's not that I don't care about anything. It's that I am not going to react to everything. Right. I'm Amen. simply going to say, okay, or maybe you shouldn't have did that. Or, you know, like I'm just yes. not, like if you used to a certain type of situation, don't project that over here because I'm not responding or reacting that way. Like if you used to people pulling out knives on you because you say the wrong thing, I could be that person. <laughs> like that's not a problem for me at all. But I prefer to simply tell I, you like, well, maybe you should do something different. I think even when it's not healthy, people are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. So even if they don't like for you to do a certain thing, if you don't do it and that's all they know, it's problematic. It's a problem. Yeah. Some uh, the statement was made to me: you need to stop trying to do things your way because your way hasn't worked. So you might as well just do it mine. And as infuriated as that made me in the moment, there was truth to that. Mm. It, it was true to it. Was like he, he's kind of right. Like when you get to the point where you want to be happy, you, you start looking at stuff differently. Like You may get mad immediately, but after a while, you start being like, you know what? And as women, this is why it's important for us to be quiet. Because when we, in the moment, nobody's angrier than us. So we start talking when that anger hits, just not good. When I get text messages I don't like, it is better for me to not really talk till the next day. Because if I talk in that day, Things just go. I still respond, though, Christian. I, I respond. Let, no, 
see you forget I've been your friend for a long time. <laughs> I respond. I it might you. be some days, but I respond. But you didn't hear what I said. I still respond that day because as a woman, I've learned the art of keeping the peace even if I don't like what you did. So I'll keep talking, and then as I keep talking and I go back and revisit it, you realize there's times you left out certain words that make the whole paragraph different. Mm. And so it wasn't as bad as you thought. And it wasn't, but because I have a temper problem and I am I can be very reactionary, I've learned like you just need, just hold on. But I don't just ignore the person to the next goddamn day or for four days. <laughs> and this is something again that started with my kids. Is I always tell my kids like when I'm angry or I'm upset or what have you, I'm like, all right, now it's not a good time. Amen. Give me a minute and I walk away. And I've you know been able to translate that with with adults. But it started with my kids because it's like I don't want right. to talk to you angry. I don't right like I don't right. want to like right. So that's how I I don't I don't. But you saying right? I'm just saying. I don't see how that's so difficult to say. Like now it's not a good time. I'm upset. I'm in my feelings, but no, I, I've, 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 I've done that. You gotta lace it with reassurance, though. <laughs> I've I've done that. I'm I'm literally about to pull these text messages I'm, up. I'm, I'm listening. Like, okay, not on you. So are you saying I'm pull, that you've done it in the past, up. so now you're at a point where you're not willing to? Is that where we at? Or no. Oh okay. No, I've I've done it. Right, right. I've done it every time. Um. No, I've, <laughs> no, I I legit, need process. no, I do, but I'm going to tell you, this is what happens. <laughs> no, this is, and I do, and this is what happens. I check myself out like Christian pull it together because if they did it to you, you'd be upset. Right. The Real talk, this is my process. Then I pray, and then I'll be like, okay, God, you got to give me something to say because if Christian says something, mm-hmm. this is how it's going to go. So, and then sometimes the response might be, well, you have a blessed day. <laughs> it might be, <laughs> listen, I don't know. It, 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 depending on the person and, and the situation, you know, whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> you hit them with the daycare. <laughs> no, for real. All right. This text was sent. Yeah. When did you start keeping threads? You and I did, but I in this particular situation, and and because of this conversation, and because of heartbreak anniversary, I need evidence. I, I do because no, for real, because Christian being the way that he is, I I often go back to check over myself to see where I made the mistake, and that's the difference. Like I don't just sit here and play the blame game. I don't sit here and just be like. Well, she did this, this, that, or whatever. No, I literally go back and I'm like, I could have did this better. I could have said this instead of that. And and when I go back to, watch this, when I circle back to apologize, I say those exact things. Listen, this is what I said. Understand this is what I was trying to say. This is what I meant. I could have used a better word. You hit me at a time where I was upset. You knew I was upset. I felt like you were being insensitive mm-hmm. and not being considerate of it. This, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, amen. And the other thing with me, especially now, miss me. Well, first of all, miss me with the text message. Pick up the phone and call me. Pick up. So here's the thing. And but you you said in the text I couldn't call you because if I heard your voice, I would never have said it. Okay. So you had to send a text. Well, 
I need to have a conversation, and I don't have the time to text. And I'm driving, and I have my AirPods. So what do I do? I call you, and now you don't answer my call. God bless you. Y'all doing too much. You can't put all these expectations, and then that's the thing. You put in all these expectations in your, your thread, and here I am responding, not reacting, responding, but because you can't take care of my voice, you want me to text you back. Okay. So everything got to be done in your time, on your terms, this, that, or whatever, but then you say, I'm dictating. I think you're exaggerating that example, but you okay. You want me to read it? No, I'm saying okay. I think the way you're interpreting it is extreme. Like it gotta be your way or got not necessarily. No, and and, and I've had that conversation. I've had that conversation because this isn't the first time. I've had that conversation. I've had conversations where I had to text it because I wouldn't have been able to say it. That doesn't mean I you gonna do it my way and only take. That's not what that meant. It just meant it was certain things. It was easier. No, I understand text. that. But what I'm saying is, when I'm when I'm saying to you, right? Because you're texting, I can't text back right now. So I call you, and you don't answer. Then when I do text you, then it's a whole nother. Again, the the back and forth, and then it's again. You have these expectations that you're now putting on me and you're not even taking consideration of all that I got going on or what I'm doing. So here we go. You send me a four page conversation in a text on a Wednesday. Everybody knows on Wednesdays, I'm in meetings all day. Specifically on Wednesdays, I'm in meetings to where I can't even take my phone in the room. So about time I get to your text message, after I read your four paragraphs or your four pages, and then get to the, the next few text messages, then it's the, I'm sorry I bothered you. I, really? I didn't even have the chance to even read it, respond, and you know this. You know this. You know this about my life, you know this about my schedule. You, and it was strategic. So just say what you really wanted to say and be about your business. Real talk. You didn't want to have a conversation. You didn't. You didn't get something off your chest, you got it off your chest. Okay, cool. This is where we are? All right. We should do um, Expectations by Wale featuring Black, because I think that it would explain a lot to some people. We'll do that. <laughs> Noted expectations. <laughs> got it. Everybody knows that about Christian. If it ain't in this phone, on the calendar, it ain't hat. Listen. <sighs> Man. And, and the crazy thing is, and it, it's so crazy because I'm sitting here and I'm talking, I'm talking all this smack. I am. I'm talking mad trash about how my life is and how you know this about my life and you should understand it. But watch this. When it comes to you, you're always the exception to the policy, always. So the nerve and the audacity of you to catch an attitude 
Because the one time I didn't respond in time. So you got to be consistent. Because if that's how you are, then you shouldn't waver from it because then that's going to be the expectation. But, Consistency is but if it's out of my control, that's my point. That's my point. It wasn't a matter of me ignoring you. It was a. It literally was a matter of it's out of but my control. But that builds resentment, right? Because I am this way, and I am making this exception for you, right? And the one time that I'm not able to accommodate your your new expectation of me because you've been able to accommodate this need of mine, you're probably going to be more upset than had you had stuck with your way of this is what I need, this is what my expectations are, this is how I communicate. Because that builds resentment because you've been making an exception for someone and now because you weren't able to, it's an issue. And now you're probably more angry than if you hadn't been making that exception for them that whole time. So that's why I just think consistency. Like, And, and again, I think it's important that the people that you're dealing with are capable of handling your way of things, of doing things. That might be right, and that is my prayer. I keep asking, Lord, am I just supposed to be single in these streets or what? Because the way you're wrecking my life right now, I just, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be me and my dogs. I don't even want them no more. <laughs> there are things about about certain connections that just make all the sense in the world to me. <laughs> and, and and people and their dogs make so much sense to me. Like when I see when I see how they communicate, when I see the bond, when I see and, and the thing is is people you know, I'm over analyzer, but people don't understand how certain things translate and how a human being will never meet that need that a dog is. Because a dog will always put you first before themselves. A human cannot make that same sacrifice every single time. There's just no way. And people people do that. People people put that expectation on people and real and don't realize it. So I don't know. I just be watching people. Bless their hearts. Anyway, I hate you gonna say nothing. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you I all. I hear your judgment and your silence. For tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no judgment. <laughs> no, I'll Boy. never have no dog. <laughs> and no, I'll never have no pet. You need a therapy, though. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I'll be that depressed dad. You know dogs are empaths. I'll be that depressed dad dog so bad. <laughs> <laughs> they be sensing. You know, dogs, they sense things. Yeah, Boy, y'all both just be sitting there looking at each other. Sad, like, what's sad, wrong with you? you like, what's wrong? <laughs> Thursday, my dog. One of the days, she sat outside looking at that man trying to fix my car. She cried for like 15 minutes. She was doing it for me. I was like, go ahead. So she just looked out the window crying. I was like, yeah, you do it because I refuse. I just, mm -mm. no. Man's best friend right there, y'all. <laughs> Ah, so if you tune in tonight, go and get the dog. Listen, right. I got puppies on their way. Yo, Any day. He, yo, my son just told me. I said, again? You didn't know she was. I, he just told me today. Just today. I was like, you lying. She hated being a mother. And, and I'm hating the fact that pregnant. she's knocked up again. That was God so knows it. The timing is terrible. It is. <laughs> 
Anyway, we thank y'all for tuning in for Bringing Lyrics to Life. Episode 44, Heartbreak Anniversary. If you're not familiar with this particular artist, Gibeon, please go download his music. And uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all. Hey, go back, hit that replay, share it, like it, follow us. Appreciate y'all.